Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio, with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms, and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to The Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC on a Tuesday on which things seem to be moving, folks. So we have some reporting and some rumours around Romeo Lavia. The reporting is that we are now talking to Southampton and that personal terms are agreed with the player and that the player wants the move and we are now his first choice and we are the favourites to sign him. The rumour is that we've put a bid in for him. Remains to be seen what happens from that bid. But fingers crossed, that's a deal that can get done. It's very clear he was part of the original plan before the Fabinho and Henderson stuff started. So I don't think he's the Fabinho replacement. I think he was the one we were looking to bring in as our six of the future, which will hopefully mean that once we get that deal done, we can turn around and use the Fabinho and Henderson money to get a starting an immediate starting defensive midfielder in. Now, we have options. We could go for an immediate starter, someone that comes in his first choice and Lavia plays Europa League Cups and maybe, you know, six to eight starts in the Premier League across the season. We can get in plenty of games that way. So if you're doing that, I think Czech Decore is the best option for us to go for. I think he fits like a glove, walks in day one. I think he immediately improves us defensively and he's good on the ball. You have to go back and watch his stuff at Len and you'll see how good he was at the, on the ball there. Um, we could go for Joe Polinia. That would be another option. He's obviously just hurt his shoulder, so remains to be seen what that injury is. But Clearly a good player. The age is the thing that concerns me there. Now, I know he's only played X amount of minutes, and that's fine. But he's 28, and if they're going to demand 60 to 70 million, I'd just rather go a different direction. We could go for somebody who's not necessarily a strict DM. Someone like Manu Kone, who you could come in and convert into that role. I don't think he'd have any problems adapting. 
There is the Florentino Luis option that's been talked about. Um, he's a name that a couple of journalists have said to keep an eye on. So he could make a lot of sense. He's an outstanding ball winner. He's not fantastic on the ball, but he's not bad on the ball either. There's this notion going around that because he's not a, doesn't play line-breaking passes that he's bad on the ball. He's good on the ball at what he does, which is keep it neat and tidy. He doesn't do anything stupid. Um, So he'd be an option. I wouldn't be against Tyler Adams. I think he's someone that you could start straight away and then transition into more of a squad role as a backup to Lavia as the six and Trent either as a right back or as that hybrid role. He could also play as an eight. We could potentially look at somebody who's strictly a backup, who plays the Europa League and can play the odd Premier League game and just hand the keys to Lavia. In that scenario, you're looking at an Amrabat. Now, he seems like he'll probably go to United because Eric Ten Hag only buys players that he's coached before. You could look at Ibrahim Sanger. I'm always worried signing player midfielders, especially from the Eredivisie, because outside of games against, let's say you play for Ajax, let's say you're Edson Alvarez, outside of games against Feyenoord, PSV and Alkmaar, you're not going up against anybody who's, I mean, all the rest of those teams would be League One teams. They wouldn't even be championship. They'd be League One teams. So the same is true of, of, of Alvarez as it is of Sanger. Now, the one that might be a little bit different because I've, I've seen him do very well in Europe and potentially he's someone with a slightly higher ceiling than the, other, than the others is Mats Viefer of Feyenoord. But again, I would have concerns about him slotting in straight away. Now, he's only 23. He's had one season at Feyenoord. He was very, very impressive in that midfield. And I I wouldn't be totally against the idea of him. And if we're doing that, I wouldn't be totally against the idea of a double swoop on Feyenoord where you bring in him and you also bring in Gertruda, the right back who can also play centre-back and play in midfield. So he can be Trent cover, he can be Ibu cover, and he's an extra body in midfield, should you need him to be. Now, if we could get the two of them for around 50 million, the Fabinho and Henderson money, That wouldn't be bad at all. I would have some concerns about how quickly Vifa could adapt to the Premier League, but there's clearly talent there. Very clearly talent there. And he is only 23. Gertrude is only 22. So, no, Vifa, Vifa, I'm not sure which. I think it's it's Vifa. I could be wrong. Um, He will turn... 24 in November. So, you know, he's still got plenty of runway ahead of him. He he doesn't have 
a huge amount of experience, only 114 senior games at club level. He has now been capped by the Netherlands, and he has three caps there, as does Gertrude. But if we get those, that might just kill two birds with one stone because you're basically getting two extra defensive midfielders in, but one of them is more adapt as a right-back who can be the hybrid player or the right-side centre-back in a three. So they could make a lot more sense for us to do those two, plus Lavia, plus then the left-footed centre-back that we know we need. I do just wonder, could you get both of them for the Fabinho money, Fabinho and Henderson money? Say 25 for Vifa and 27-ish for Gertruda. I think that might get it done. I do quite like the idea of getting that right-footed centre-back type in, but the fact that he can also perform other roles in the squad, I think it would be important. The point is, anyway, we've got plenty of options. There's people trying to tell you that there's no good options out there. There's plenty of good options and different types of options, either immediate starters or players that can just come in and be rotation players. There's the Kone type where the upside is huge and maybe you repurpose them when Lavi is more ready to step in and start every game. Kone and Lavia together as a pair would be very, very impressive. I don't have any concerns. My only concern is that we don't do enough. That is my only concern. I'm not concerned that we won't be able to get the right player. The right players are out there. There's plenty of them. I just, we've seen this club before just not do enough. We know we need a left-footed centre-back, but we we also do need a right-footed centre-back. Relying on Gomez and Matip at this point is is concerning. And at least with Gertrude, if, if Ibu was out for a prolonged spell, he would fit that right-side centre-back who plays on the right of a three absolutely perfectly. He's much more suited to that role than, say, Joel Matip is. And Joel was the primary backup for Ibu last year. It wasn't Joe Gomez. Joe was the backup for Virgil. We'll have to wait and see. Hopefully, hopefully, this Lavia deal gets wrapped up in the next couple of days and he's able to go to Singapore with the team and potentially play in the Leicester game. I think Saints are playing today, so it'll be telling if he's involved. He didn't start the last game, only played 18 minutes. And there's been some suggestion that that's because of talks that have been ongoing between us and Southampton. Uh, we obviously played yesterday and we drew 4-4 with Gruder Furt. And uh, five things we learned. Electric Doak has to stay, says David Lynch. Uh, there'd been some talk that Ben Doak could go on loan. He definitely looked very, very lively and impressive yesterday. I still think I might prefer a loan move for him. I don't know where the minutes are going to come. 
people say, oh, he played the Europa League. Will he? Where? Because if you look at our squad, if Fabinho, uh, not Fabinho, if Thiago and Jones are fit, are they not playing as the eights, which means Harvey plays right wing? Connor Bradley, a genuine option. I wasn't all that impressed by Connor Bradley yesterday. I have to say, I wasn't impressed by him yesterday. I think he's clearly a talented player, but I think he's way below what we need right now to have in any competition. I'd very much be looking at a championship loan for him. Uh, Cody Gakbo played as an eight and, and did very well, to be fair. Uh, Darwin got two goals and an assist and looked very composed. Adrian was an absolute shambles. An absolute shambles. And like that's James McConnell is a young player who's with the first team on preseason for the first time. And Adrian has just absolutely torpedoed that kid's confidence with stupidity. I don't know why we've re-signed him. I don't know why he's still at the club. We're wasting a non-homegrown spot if he's registered next season. Absolutely wasting it. And I get that he's great in the dressing room. Then make him a fucking coach or something. If he doesn't, because he's not good enough to play. Add him to the coaching staff. Make him an assistant to Achterberg or something. Have him have him in as on a retainer as a fucking juggler or something. But the idea that he could play a game for us this season is terrifying. Uh, we do have one transfer that has been completed. Harvey Owen, a teenage defender from Wolves. I believe he's 14. He is indeed. Uh, left-footed centre-back can also play left-back. He has arrived... For 800,000, uh, by all accounts, Wolves very disappointed to lose him. He's believed to be very, very talented. So looking forward to seeing... Oh, sorry, he's a right-footed player who likes to play on the left side of the back. So a little like an inverted or a mirrored Inacio, who's often played on the right of a back three despite being left-footed. Interesting. Interesting. But we'll wait and see how he develops at 14. I mean, anything could happen, but best of luck to the kid. Definitely looks need, looks like he needs to have a few stakes. Um, quite a quite a thin fellow, but yeah, best of luck to him. Um, Fabio Carvalho. I really don't know what to make of the comments from Carvalho yesterday. He said he was told he'd play as a 10, but then Liverpool didn't play it with a 10. He said he was told a couple of different things. He said he didn't really speak to Klopp, doesn't speak to Klopp, doesn't get any advice off him. It wasn't, it didn't come across great, but without seeing the interview, it's very hard to know what the tone and the context of it was. Um, Liverpool agree personal terms for 45 million transfer 
Uh, that is Romeo Lavia or Romeo Lavia. Uh, there's a piece on Liverpool.com about Thiago, a piece about Michael Elise, a piece about Mbappe for God knows what reason. Um, piece about Harry Kane for some reason. Let's see. What else do we have on, on this is Anfield? A couple of more pieces about Gruder Furtz. Uh, Premier League chief not too concerned by Saudi's big spending. Liverpool striker signs new contract after nightmare repeat injury blow. I assume that's Paul Glatzel. Jürgen has said he was delighted with the training camp in Germany, and um, which is good because obviously last year's training camp did not go well. Assessing Liverpool centre-back targets, who fits well? Let's have a look. Okay, Josco Gvardiol marked down as the ideal target. Uh, Piero Hincapié as the prospect. He's one I've talked about a bunch. He'd be very, very good. Uh, the Premier League proven. Naif Agard, the injuries would concern me. I also don't think West Ham would sell. The proper Liverpool signing. David Hankel. No, no, not for me. Not for me. And the idea of Andy Robertson continuing to play in this role is just a no as well. Um, there's also some nonsensical lineups put out here that for some reason include Stefan Bissettich playing in the middle of a back three. So we're just going to close that before it annoys me. Um, on AnfieldIndex.com, we do, of course, have some new content up for you. There is a piece on Lavia, a piece on Darwin, a piece on Joe Gomez. There is a piece on Henderson, a piece on the Carvalho comments. And there is a couple of new podcasts, the transfer podcast I mentioned yesterday with Trev and Dave. And there is a new under pressure with Phil Barter and Simon Brundish being hosted by Mr. Dan Kennett. So do check all of those out. Uh, There's also a Pro Plus uh, with Dave Davis and Justin Wells that I mentioned yesterday as well. So do remember to check that one. And that is it. That's all I have. Hopefully, we get more news today. And hopefully, we will be lining up much more in the way of content regarding potentially the signing of Romeo Lavia. Uh, Take care of yourselves. I will speak to you all tomorrow. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement. And we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, We'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds, and it means the world to the people who create these free shows.
Sports Social Podcast Network.